you think that punishment is corrective. And for a moment, it flipped a switch in my head because when he said it, it really didn't compute with me because I assumed that he and everybody else on this planet felt like punishment was something that was corrective. Welcome to Permission to Love, a podcast where we have conversations about how we can transform our relationship with ourselves. I'm your host, Jerry Henderson. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, welcome back. Today, I'm recording this episode in Sao Paulo, Brazil, one of my favorite cities and one of my favorite countries, so I'm glad that you could join me today on this episode. And before we jump into today's episode, just another reminder, if you haven't had a chance to review the podcast, to rate it, that would be really helpful. It continues to help the reach of the podcast to other people who need to hear about how they can give themselves permission to love themselves. And as well, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe or to follow the podcast, please take a moment to do that as well, because that'll let you know when new episodes come out. So for today's topic, I want to talk about how we can learn to forgive ourselves. What does that process look like? Why do we feel like we can't forgive ourselves? And what are some of the ways that we can go about doing that? One of the biggest barriers to giving ourselves the permission to love ourselves is the unforgiveness that we hold towards ourselves. If I were to ask you, what is preventing you from loving yourself? I'm sure very quickly, two or three things could come to your mind about decisions that you've made or things that you've done in your life that make you unworthy of love and unworthy of self-compassion and the ability to forgive yourself. I think this is an especially difficult topic or challenging topic for people who've dealt with trauma and the shame that results from trauma. Because if shame that's based in trauma is telling you that there's something wrong with you, that you're broken and flawed and unlovable, it means that you're unworthy even of your own love or even your own self-compassion, which continues, as we've talked about before in other episodes, it continues to drive more behavior that you don't want in your life, and you get trapped in a loop of self-sabotaging and self-destructive behavior, which continues to reinforce the message to yourself that you're not worthy of love and you're not worthy of forgiveness. And so what do we do about it? The first thing I want to address is the concept that punishment is corrective. I remember when I was in rehab and I first heard this thought that punishment isn't corrective. I was sitting in a therapy session and the therapist looked at me after me sharing multiple things about how bad I was and how I deserved what was happening in my life. And I was this horrible person. I had this image of myself. And the therapist stopped me and he looked at me and he said, you think that punishment is corrective. And for a moment, it flipped a switch in my head because when he said it, it really didn't compute with me because I assumed that he and everybody else on this planet felt like punishment was something that was corrective. I felt like that if I just beat myself up enough, if I just put myself through the ringer enough, that somehow that was going to change the behavior in my life, that there was a certain amount of punishment that I needed to give myself, to change me, to help me become the person that I wanted to be. 
And I also had the feeling that if I didn't punish myself, I was kind of letting myself off the hook, that I wasn't taking enough responsibility or accountability for my behavior. And I was afraid that if I was letting myself off the hook, that somehow I wasn't going to correct the behavior that I wasn't proud of or that I didn't like in my life. But I'm so grateful that that therapist walked through with me the process of understanding how punishment doesn't change us. Punishment punishing ourselves over and over and over for things that we've done in our lives, for behaviors that have shown up that we're not proud of, doesn't correct us. It simply keeps us in the cycle of shame because we're continuing to abuse ourselves. We're continuing to feel bad about ourselves. And so it's very counterproductive to the change that we want to see happen in our lives. So if punishing ourselves isn't going to bring about the change that we want, what is going to bring about the change that we want? I believe that love is the only force on this planet that actually brings true transformation. So in learning to love ourselves, all of ourselves, even the parts of ourselves that did the things that we want to punish ourselves for, That is the most healing and transformational thing that we can do in learning to change behaviors in our life. So I just want to go through a few thought exercises with you on today's episode. One is how much punishment is enough? Like when have you been punished enough for the behavior that you've done? Is it three hours, three days, three weeks, three months, three years, 30 years? For some of us, we're continuing to hold on to things that happened decades ago. We're afraid that if we let go, if we forgive ourselves, that we will be letting ourselves off of the hook. But I think what's truly happening is we just don't see ourselves as lovable and worthy of forgiveness because of the things that have happened to us. And a lot of this can come from that trauma, the trauma that says there's something wrong with you. You were treated a certain way, which meant that you had to make decisions about life, and we made a decision about ourselves that there was something wrong, there was something bad about us. So how can I forgive and let myself off the hook if there's something wrong and there's something bad about me? And if I do let myself off the hook, I'm afraid that I'm going to continue to keep the same behaviors and patterns in my life because I grew up in an environment that people thought punishing me was going to be the thing that would bring change in my life. And so that got wired into my system. So I'm afraid now that if I don't punish myself, something bad's going to happen and I'm going to get even more punishment and even more bad things are going to happen. Now, another thing that's true about this is that we are comfortable in the space of punishment. We receive so much punishment from other people. We've received so much punishment from ourselves that that's become a very comfortable place for us. And it feels like home to be punished, to be beat up. So another thought is that if I don't punish myself, will I continue to repeat the patterns? Will I continue to repeat the behavior? What's going to keep me from doing that? Well, if you've listened to any of the episodes that I've done, you know I really emphasize the energy at which we approach ourselves when we're trying to make change. And if we're trying to make change in our lives through punishment, we're simply reinforcing the behavior 
And then if I can begin to show myself love, then what I'm doing is I'm meeting myself with the energy that I want to begin to show up in my life. If I want loving action to come from myself, then I need to practice loving behavior towards myself. I know it seems upside down, and it really is. It's upside down from what we've been trained in. It's upside down from what we've lived in. But the reality is we've tried the other way for long enough. So now if we can learn to forgive ourselves, give ourselves permission to forgive the things that we've done and begin to meet that part of ourselves with self-compassion and begin to be curious about why those behaviors are there. What need is that behavior meeting in your life? It's one of my favorite questions to ask myself is what need does that behavior meet in my life when I do it? And if I can identify the need of why I'm doing that behavior, and then find ways to get that need met in more healthy ways, then true change begins to happen because I'm addressing a core need. We often neglect the core needs that we have, and we just try to stop a behavior. We just try to stop something. We try to punish ourselves. We try to beat ourselves up, hoping that that will stop the behavior. But the reality is you have to understand what is the core need that that behavior is getting me. And then now, once I've understood that that behavior maybe is giving me the attention that I didn't get, the love that I didn't get, or even some negative things that I feel like I'm worthy of or that I deserve because of my view of myself, if I can understand that that behavior is getting this need met, then I can begin to say, how can I get that need met in a different way? And curiosity and self-compassion has led to a path of true change because our needs are still getting met and we're doing them in more healthy ways. And the behavior that we don't want stops showing up in our lives. And then we can begin to release those things. And that's where self-compassion and understanding why you did the thing in the past that you're judging yourself so harshly for and you're unwilling to forgive yourself for now, that's how that can become such a powerful practice because you're seeing the version and the part of you that did behaviors that you were very upset with yourself about and that you've judged yourself and you've punished yourself for so long about those behaviors. If you can see why you did them, what need that you were having met, that will allow you to have compassion on that part of yourself, which then begins to open the door to forgiveness. So just as a review, the ability to forgive ourselves is key in beginning to heal shame and giving ourselves the permission to love ourselves. We often think that because of our behaviors, we need to punish ourselves for some set amount of time until we've paid the piper, until we've suffered enough consequences that now we can move on and give ourselves the love that we deserve and the forgiveness that we deserve. The challenge with that is that because of the shame wiring and the trauma that caused that shame, we will continue to find reasons why we can't forgive ourselves. We'll continue to extend the timeline. We might say things to ourselves like, well, when this happens, then I can let go of it. Or when I stop the behavior for this amount of time, then I can forgive myself for it. 
but we'll always continue to move the bar, we'll continue to move the goalposts because we believe that we're worthy of punishment. And so we're going to keep doing that because that's what feels good to our nervous system is to beat ourselves up. So we're trying to shift ourselves into self-compassion and into self-forgiveness. And a part of doing that is seeing what that version of you, what need that version of you is getting met by that behavior and have compassion on yourself as a result of that. So I want to close by encouraging you to do an exercise this week that can be very powerful and beginning to open up your heart towards forgiving yourself. Earlier in this episode, we talked about the couple of things that will come to your mind immediately if I were to say, why do you believe that you're unworthy of love? There's a couple of things that probably immediately pop up, and they can be decades ago, but whatever it is, whatever that thing is that pops up or those couple of things that just don't allow you to get past the barrier of being able to forgive yourself, I want you to get those in your mind. So when you have that moment, Here's the exercise that I want you to try to go through. I want you to get that moment pictured in your mind. What's going on? What's happening? And I know this can be challenging. I know this can be very painful and difficult. But I want you to lean into it as much as you're able to. If you need to take a break, take a break, come back to it. Or even if you need to start with something smaller that's maybe not as significant as this moment, that's fine. Whatever you need to do to begin to ladder up to the moment where you can visualize yourself forgiving yourself. So what you're doing in this moment is you're there. You're seeing what happened. You're looking at yourself. You're standing there with yourself. And you begin to ask the questions as you're watching what's unfolding. What was going on with me in that moment? What was the pain that I was trying to medicate? What was the need that I was trying to meet? What was happening inside of me? And what was the brokenness that was maybe driving that behavior in that moment? And as you're asking all of those questions and you're becoming curious and you're seeing yourself, I want you to begin to try to feel compassion towards that version of yourself. Feel compassion towards yourself in that moment. With your eyes closed, visualizing it. Begin to feel the compassion. Begin to try to understand what was happening with you in that moment that was driving that behavior. And once you connect with that, and once you begin to feel a sense of self-compassion, I want you to actually visualize putting your arms around yourself in that moment, beginning to tell yourself that you love yourself and that you forgive yourself for what happened in that moment. If you need to cry, you cry. Whatever you need to do, but place your arms around that version of yourself in that moment. Begin to have compassion towards yourself. Begin to say the words that I forgive you, and that I love you, and I release you. It's a very powerful exercise that you can do. It's one that was very powerful for me and allowed me to heal some things that I never thought I was going to be able to get past. But I can tell you with absolute certainty, in those moments of the visualization and having self-compassion and uttering those words and feeling it, I was able to truly forgive myself and begin to release the shame that I felt and began to give myself the permission to love myself in a way that I'd never been able to do before. 
So once again, be very gentle with yourself in this process. It is not easy work, but it's important work and it's sacred work because what you're doing is you're healing your relationship with yourself. You're changing the way that you view yourself. You're for once, maybe in your first time in your entire life, giving yourself love, compassion, and forgiveness. And it has the power to transform your life and transform the way that you see yourself. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you know of somebody who's struggling with this, struggling with being able to forgive themselves, please do share this with them and hopefully it can have an impact for them as well. I'd also love to hear feedback about how this exercise is going for you. You can leave comments here on this episode or you can send me a message on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. So grateful that you're here. And once again, remember, you are worthy of your own love. I hope today's episode was valuable to you, that you gained some insights that are useful for you on your journey. If you did, I just want to ask that you would rate it, review it, and most importantly, that you would share it with somebody else because you never know the impact that it can have in their life. And finally, don't forget to subscribe because that'll let you know when new episodes are coming out. I want to encourage you as well that if you do need more resources, you can find me on jerryhenderson.org. That's my website. You can also find me on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. Feel free to reach out to me there. Send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. I'm really grateful that you're here. And please don't forget, you are worthy of your own love.